Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball, the podcast where we answer a simple question on each show, who's better at baseball. I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com, and today we're going to discuss the NL Cy Young race. We had a great piece that went up on the site earlier this week titled Justin Steele has cemented himself as the Chicago Cubs ace, and he's also pitched himself into the Cy Young conversation. But Blake Snell has been there. He has been over... A long period of time, the nastiest pitcher in baseball this season. He has been the guy that has been just carving people up. And there's two big stats that you look at with Blake Snell that point to him as the Cy Young. The first one, ERA, leading all of Major League Baseball at 2.50. Justin Steele, though, is not too far behind at 2.55. But the other stat is batting average against. This year, hitters have been below the Mendoza line. Against Blake Snell. They are batting just 189 against Snell, who's pitching for a contract and maybe his second Cy Young here. Now, Spencer Strider is second on that list of batting average against. It's at 203. So that's a significant advantage that Snell has. Guys just don't get hits off him. And his left on base percentage this year. So the, the runners he's stranding, if you're going to have a low ERA, you need that left on base percentage. To be high, right? Because that means anytime that you do have traffic on the bases and Snell, he walks a lot of batters. He certainly has a lot of traffic on the bases. Can you strand them? His left on base percentage is at 86.3% this year. That's why his ERA is so low. And you look at his FIP at 3.69, his expected FIP, which FIP is fielding independent pitching, it's 3.65. That ties to the walks. He's walking over five batters per nine. The walk rate of 13.8% is not good. But his strikeout rate of 31.1% is. And you know, outside of Strider, who's just a different league of his own when it comes to strikeouts at 38%, he's right there with Kevin Gossman and Freddie Peralta as being the best strikeout artist from a starting pitcher outside of Strider. Right there. Here's the thing. You look at the ERA, though, and you have to acknowledge that Justin Steele is right there. And I think, obviously... On the surface, who's got better pure stuff? It's Blake Snell, but Justin Steele, I think, has the better story. And ultimately, I can make the argument he's had the better season. You know, he's sitting, you know, just behind Snell, 255 ERA compared to Snell at 250. But what Justin Steele has done is he's pitched the Cubs into a playoff race, which has to mean something. You know, Steele was on the IL for a period of time and a May into June. Comes back June 17th. Since then, the Cubs have won 13 of his last 14 starts. And he's got a lot of decisions in that span. Overall, he's 16-3 on the year. Record doesn't matter the way it used to, but that still tells you something. You look at his last two starts where he's really pitched himself into the forefront of the Scion conversation. It's 14 scoreless innings when this team needs every single win they can get in massive series against teams that they're competing against. The first one, their second-to-last series of the season against the Milwaukee Brewers. They're still clawing and, and fighting and trying to maybe win the NL Central. And if they lost that series or even worse, got swept, that might have been out of their grasps for good. But coming off of losing the first game 6-2, really being on their heels, the Cubs get to hand the ball to Steele. And Steele puts up six zeros, and he strikes out eight, doesn't only walks one, gives up six hits, but scatters them. 
And the Cubs had a win in that game, one nothing, and then they go out and they win the final game of the series and keep themselves alive in the Central. Then his last time out, he goes up against Logan Webb, another Cy Young candidate. At this point, I think he's more of a top five finisher than actually being a real viable winner of the award, but he has you know, led baseball in innings pitch this year. He's been very solid. It's a big, big matchup between two, those two guys, and I believe that took place in San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. What does Steele do in that moment? He puts up eight zeros, allows just two hits, two walks, strikes out a season-best 12 batters, and the Cubs win 5 nothing. Simply sensational stuff from Justin Steele. And that's where you look at this conversation. You have to really think about the whole context of it. And to me, the way Justin Steele has pitched, knowing where the Cubs are, what he's meant to a run, I mean, that's way more impressive than you know Blake Snell doing it for the Padres and the Padres have been bad all year. Granted, it's not his fault. You know, Blake Snell is the furthest thing from the Padres' problem. But Justin Steele has been nails for a team that has desperately needed him to. They lose Marcus Stroman. They need another frontline guy. And here's Steele. You, know, you look at the strikeouts and say, oh, well, you know, Blake Snell is just, just racking up case. He's way more nasty. At the same time, Justin Steele's got a strikeout percentage close to 25. It's at 24.5%. And a walk rate of just 5.3%. So his strikeout to walk ratio is you know almost well, it's over 4.5 to 1 compared to Snell, where it's at 2.26. The whip for Justin Steele is 1.14 compared to Snell at 1.25. The FIP is at 2.98 compared to 3.69. The XFIP. 3.44. You know, I think Justin Steele has found a way to be as effective with maybe less stuff. But with guts and guile, he's sitting here pitching in big games and putting the Cubs in a position where they can not only be a wildcard team, and they're really separating themselves in that department as the second wildcard team, but even can make that run and potentially push the Brewers. And now he's got four or five starts down the stretch here, depending on how they line up their rotation, where he will continue to pitch in big game after big game down the stretch. And with that, you wonder, all right, is this a guy that's going to be the NL Cyan? Or who else could it be? If it's not him, is it Snell? If it's not him, is it you know, Zach Wheeler, who's leading the league in F4? How do you decide it? What, what makes you pick a guy? I think particularly in the Cy Young race at this point, it, it needs to be a combination of a lot of things. And look, you know, Justin Steele can go out and win an ERA title now. I mean, it's certainly within his grasp. If he has four more good starts and Blake Snell has one clunker down the stretch, Justin Steele could have the ERA title, the win title. I think when you vote on awards for the season, personally, not that I have a vote, but... I like to see the people who win the award represent a season. And if you are splitting hairs between Blake Snell and Justin Steele, I would award the guy that, for one, has never won the award before, but the guy who wasn't this top prospect that everyone was looking at as a future ace, the guy that I don't think the Cubs imagined being their ace going into the season, 
He had a great year last year. It was his first full season in a big league rotation. He's kept kept his ERA down in the low threes. It was really impressive. But I don't know if anyone had 2-5 ERA Justin Steele coming up the pipe. I don't know if people thought that that was going to happen. But considering what he has done and how he has pitched the Cubs into this race and really separated himself from a lot of guys in the game who might even have better stuff than him. But right now, he's the better pitcher. And you look at a game one wild card round, go up and down the standings, I don't know how many guys you would take right now over Justin Steele. I mean, let me pull up and, and just off the top of my head go through it. I mean, all right, you got you know, Zach Wheeler. I could see making the argument for Wheeler based on his postseason experience now, you know, helping take them on that run to the World Series last year and just, you know, the larger body of work. But at the same time, I mean, Justin Steele has been pitching in must-win games and thriving lately. I don't know if I would necessarily take him. Uh, you know, you look at whoever the third wild card team is going to be. You know, if it's Cincinnati, they don't have anyone on that level. The Marlins, sure, you got Sandy Alcantara, but he hasn't been that way this season. Um, yeah, of course, like Yuri Perez, that when he pitches is unbelievable, and Jesus Lazardo can be really good, but none of them have put up the season Justin Steele has. Obviously, if you look at top the division, there's the Spencer Strider. Uh, you know, strikeout dominance that could really play up even more in October. There's Max Fried, who just came back from an injury. On the Dodgers side, will Walker Bueller come back down the stretch? Clayton Kershaw is still there. There's other arms. Of course, you have Zach Gallon for the Diamondbacks as well. But really, if you think about the wildcard game and who has pitched well this season, or the wildcard series, I should say, in game one of that series, you can make the case that Justin Steele is the best pitcher that might take them out with the way he's throwing the ball. And no one saw that coming. Now, hey, maybe the Padres sneak their way into the playoffs. But I just look at what has happened with these two respective teams. What each guy has done looking at expectations for what they could have done. And not that this is supposed to be some most improved award. But I think that the overall stats are close enough where you have to consider who deserves it based on the narrative as well. And the fact that, again, this Cubs team has won 13 of his last 14 starts since he came off the IL. And during that same time period, that's when they sort of took off as a ball club. To me, it makes this, I don't want to call it a no-brainer because there's still a month left for things to change. But at this current moment, if I had a vote, I'm voting for Justin Steele. Anyway, that's going to be all for this edition of Who's Better Baseball. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube and check out all the great written content we have coming your way. Just baseball.com.